This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. It's something for the weekend time. Joining me to discuss the forthcoming fixture against... Are they called the Super Eagles or just the Eagles? Uh, Nigeria and oh, Super they're Eagles, just, They're just the Eagles they? for me. They're, just not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not super, are they? <laughs> ba- barely Eagles, actually. Barely Eagles, there we go. Bold Eagles. More pigeons. Crystal <laughs> Palace. Mr. Chris Bird, welcome. It's something for the weekend Thank you very time. Much. How you doing? All right, but we haven't got time for small talk. I've got places to we go. Do the club haven't even bothered doing their press conference, so uh, screw those guys. <laughs> so uh, let's go straight to the Villa Minute to catch up on what's been happening before we get into the fixture itself. From the top. 3-2-1, go. After three defeats on the spin threatened to take some of the gloss off Unai Emery's impressive start, Villa travelled to Goodison Park to end Sean Dyche's 100% home record with his new club. With Coutinho injured and Buendia benched, a more pragmatic-looking Villa toiled away with Everton in a forgettable goalless first half. Only a smart save from Martinez prevented Everton taking the lead, while Pickford blocked from Watkins, involving a dubious penalty shout. It was potentially looking like it could be Emery's first goalless draw in the Premier League as a manager, especially when Villa managed to avoid conceding in a keystone cops moment after the break. Cons are lying on the touchline outside the post deflected the ball back into plane to the path of Malpay but Mings came to the rescue scrambling the ball off his own goal line Everton huffed puffed but couldn't blow the house down for all their intensity quality was at a premium with Villa treading water Buendia was introduced to unwrap the toffees and he made an instant impact setting up McGinn to win a penalty within seconds of his introduction while Pickford made a worldy save to deny Watkins earlier in the half the Villa striker dispatched the pen down the middle to take his scoring run to 5-5 five five. 
Villa doubled their lead with a great counter-attack and Ming's long ball to Watkins, picked up by McGinn again, who fed Buendia, who unravelled Connor Cody and the Everton defence before slamming in a goal that sealed the game for the visitors. Villa back to winning ways on the road as they finished confidently with Everton toothless in attack and a welcome clean sheet for the goalkeeper voted by FIFA as the number one goalkeeper on the planet. Get in there! Emery and co now go into a home showdown with Crystal Palace looking to put their recent home woes behind them as they renew their efforts to break into the top half of the table. The aim at the moment is to trigger an upward trajectory and stay off the beach as long as possible. Hopefully we'll put Palace on the beach. Well, actually, they're still in the relegation fight. Just. If we beat them uh, at Villa Park. Team news, as we all know, Coutinho is out for the month. Luckily, there's an international break, so you perhaps won't miss as many games as being out for a month would have uh, seen him miss. So yep. probably just miss three, potentially. Probably, yeah, he'll probably miss sort of Palace, Bournemouth, West Ham, and then... Then there's the break. And obviously he's already, he's already missed Everton, yeah. Yeah. Diego Carlos, I think he'll probably be shoehorned in after uh, the international break, maybe. Hard to say. Unless his injuries. Yeah, it depends if they see any value in sort of having him on the bench. You know, you don't tend to want to make in-game changes at centre-back if you can help it. And it's like, well, if you don't trust him to make, potentially have to get through a good chunk of a game, they probably wouldn't risk him. But they might, yeah, they've got enough spots on the bench to at least get him back involved with the group. And oh, No, no, no. We're going to be signing uh, some free agent goalkeepers <laughs> in the next next few days just to fill up the bench a we bit more. We need three on the bench, don't we? We need another goalie on the bench. And speaking of which, of course, Steer and, Steer and Olsen are both still injured, so... Yeah, there's no news from uh, Emery Camp. I mean, it's pretty predictable. These, I mean, these press conferences are fairly pointless, aren't they? Uh, Part of the, the injury main, news, they don't say anything new. The main thing would be to, unless there's been, uh, let's say, a re-evaluation of Coutinho's injury, that's perhaps all, unless there's uh, more injuries, but uh, touch wood. Mm. So, uh, Palace, uh, four points between the teams. We've obviously should have blazed away from them, but we then went through a period of games where we lost three on the trot, so that uh, kind of pegged us back. They've been drawing at pretty much every game, haven't they? I mean, they're yet to win this side of Christmas. They've been, they've drawn is it five of the last six, I think. Yeah, which is mad, but but it does show that they're kind of relatively solid. Yeah, I mean that includes Liverpool, you know Liverpool at home, Brentford away. So uh, you know they're taking on teams perhaps that you would expect to beat them, and so it's going to be a tough, tough toil. Mm-hmm. We haven't been too bad. It's a bit of a seesaw uh, kind of fixture for Villa in recent. Uh... Yeah, it kind, of, it kind of tends to be. We, we, you know, obviously the the home game last year. I remember was the you know all the big European celebrations, wasn't it? But it was such an unforgettable game. And then the game at Sellers Park earlier in the year, Villa were awful. Absolutely dreadful. I mean, this get you know this tie between Palace and Villa is perhaps best remembered for Henry Lansbury's last minute goal that was uh, the winner that, that wasn't chalked <laughs> off. It's probably the most uh, infamous moment. I mean, I quite liked the lockdown Boxing Day game when we won three 0 with ten men. And that Algarzi goal on the break was a was a you know, was a great goal, and that's probably where Villa peaked since they got you know promoted. I think if I remember rightly, we were, we were sick that day with the win, and then we kind of never got anywhere near it again. I think we've, we've unbeaten in our last five at Villa Park against them, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. We've generally done all right, actually, since we've been just promoted. Palace, we, against we struggle uh, mm-hmm. at Selhurst Park, that where it goes tits up. Yeah, well, we were very naive in the game against them earlier in the year. I remember we were just so open and got demolished on the on the counter-attack. 
Yeah, going back to their drawing spree, they're currently on their longest winless run in Premier League era, failing to win any of their eight games in 2023, including five draws, so they're not complete pushovers. Perfect time to play Villa then, yeah? Yeah, surely not, surely not. <laughs> I think Vieira is a, is it like a lack of quality I mean they've, they've had a problem where uh, Zahar has been out yeah I mean he's still their leading scorer with six uh, so far this season despite uh, being out recently yeah I, 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 I wonder with them if it's just a, a bit of a lack of punch going forwards they've, they've, you know, they were very solid always and very well organised under um, Vieira I was really impressed with them last year I think the, the lack of Conor Gallagher has been a big loss for them I think he was such a big player for them last year it's only on loan really managed to replace him. Yeah, but he was a big player for them. Edward, is that how you pronounce it? The, the guy that we yeah. were attached to uh, from Celtic. He hasn't really uh, yeah. set the world on fire in the Premier League at all. I mean, he's normally starts on the bench in recent games. Mm-hmm. And they they would have probably been hoping that he would have been an out and out starter and an answer at the, in the number nine position, really, because that's what they they're lacking. They're lacking. They've got they've got goals. potential goals, wide men, and you know Jordan they use there. But they, if they had a striker, I mean, if Benteke had clicked, I think they could have been a force, well organised under Vieira. But yeah, yep. it's just that top top bit. They're they're kind of lacking. They seem to be solid and organised across the board everywhere else, though. Doesn't bode for a good game, does it? This one. <laughs> There's kind of like Everton, but it's up to Villa, and I think they should be starting with Buendia this time. You'd have thought so, yeah. It would influence the game so well at Goodison that you would think you've, you you can't be like pragmatic in a home game against Crystal Palace. You've got to yeah, go for it, the win, especially with the way our home form's been. It's been atrocious since we beat Man United. Got to go for the jugular threat meeting. A lot of it's on Zahar. Well, it depends if it depends. Yeah, it depends if Zahar plays really because he has been injured. They think he might be back in the team if he's at hundred percent. Who knows? He's had a, another hamstring injury. He does. He does tend to be injury prone, doesn't he, Zahar? But he's always had a knack of popping up against the Villa. Well, he winds um, up the Eze crowd. I really like. He winds up the he crowd. He, he gets the the waters boiling against us, and so without him, I would I would fancy Villa. I've got to admit, he's missed the last four, hasn't he? Yeah, Zahar's missed the last four. I think you're looking at a 75% chance, so he may pop up. Uh, I think when you're a key player, if, you, if you're anywhere, you know, if it's 90%, you, you're probably playing. But uh, we shall see. Um, oh, yeah, I think if he's fit, he plays, doesn't he? I don't think you, you put him on the bench. If he's not fit, he doesn't travel, probably. Yeah, I think this is, surely it's a good time. I mean, this is not the strongest Palace team. I'm looking at this Palace team. Before, it's, mm. it used to be kind of a 50-50 because we weren't exactly at full strength. But now, I mean, it's quite funny when you look from the uh, Palace point of view and you look on their website and they're calling us New Look Villa, Free Scoring Villa. And if we are new look and free scoring, then we should be winning this because they don't look. Yeah, you know they're they're a blunt instrument essentially. If you just look at their record, and you, you can't let yeah. them uh, suddenly decide to win against us. And I think you've you've got to be building on the you know the, the Everton win from the week before. I, I think you know especially after the you know the, the little wobble we'd had, which was likely to happen playing Arsenal and, and City, but. You want to show that you're actually back on track on home soil and put put a, put a bit of a marker down, especially with obviously Bournemouth next as well. You've got two very winnable home games with a, a trip to West Ham as well. You're thinking this is where you, you put a few points on the board and, and just cement your place up, you know, as an upwardly mobile side. Yeah, in terms of threats though, in specific threats, I think obviously Zahar, but if he's not playing, he's not playing. Uh, and then I think you're looking at probably Michael uh, Elise. Yep. 
And Jeffrey Schlupp's always kind of a, been a solid Because at least well. he's, got, he's got five assists. He's their number one uh, in terms of uh, assists. He's got a couple of goals, but he's got five yeah. assists. And, you know, he's only 21. He's probably the bright spark in the, in the midfield anyway. Mm-hmm. Are you, I, I never, after his time with Villa, I've never seen him as a threat. Where does he actually play? Sometimes he plays on the right, but then sometimes they've got him playing uh, like behind the front man. He's just a, a generic forward player, isn't he? I think he moves around. He still has this utility forward tag to him. Yeah. It's strange with him because you you always see at the end of the season, he, he always has like a moment of genius in one game where he just has a incredible moment but then he goes missing for huge periods of the season you just you almost feel like it's it's bad luck if it happens against you yeah if he's on that on that particular day because he's so inconsistent but he's got it in him I mean, threat-wise, beyond uh, what we've mentioned, you know, full-back's good, Mitchell and Klein. But beyond that, it's, as, as I said, it doesn't stand out as a vintage Palace team. And this is one of the better Villa teams we've had uh, in, let's say, the last 10 years of playing Palace. So, I mean, we've got to go for the win, which brings us on to uh, the Moms' pull panel results. Yeah, home win for me. I'm going one. home win. Probably the most conf- not confident, as in having complete utter belief in Villa's ability. But in terms of what the result should be, this is yeah. I'm emphatic in that view. You've got to be, you've got to be winning this game more so than uh, even the Leicester game. More so in the, uh, yep. which we obviously got turned over in. More so than Everton as well, I would say. Yeah, more so uh, definitely Everton away because they obviously had the the Deitch factor and the fact that won the last two uh, home games, including a win against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. If Villa are at a certain level, and if uh, you know everybody's still calling Emery elite manager and everything, this should be a routine win, and yeah, we we should be on that level now. As much as the you know the table would suggest it should be a tight game, eleventh you know, v twelfth and all that, but I think it, that can be a little bit misleading because Villa should be higher than they are, frankly. Yeah. So this is a game you've got to go into, and you get the job done. And when you say routine win, I mean that still allows for the opposition to play out their skin and win. It's just. It's just how it should be if Villa perform at their best. Yeah, yeah. All right. Just want to give a quick shout out to the My Old Man Said members uh, for supporting the show. I'll give a uh, shout out to any new members uh, in the main show. If you uh, sign up as a member, you can get rid of any annoying ads as you will get ad-free versions of the show, plus extra shows, plus access to Match Club. So uh, if you want to support the show, please do go to myomansaid.com, click on the members link and join us there. Also follow Said on social media from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Right, any final words? Just win. In fact, we are going to Villa Park, having been beaten the last couple of times we've been there. Mm-hmm. Fortress Villa Park, it is not at the moment. Uh, we don't want that horrible feeling to return, so chins up and uh, let's do this. Uh, emphatic win? Yes, please. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.